When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For all hard rock, heavy metal bands needing worldwide exposure at affordable prices, online metal promo PR is taking bands from the underground to above ground. Visit their official website at onlinemetalpromo.net. Onlinemetalpromo.net. Welcome to Rat Salary Review. Today we are here with Larry. Um, hopefully, I pronounced your last name correctly. Berrigan. Great. All right, perfect. Larry Berrigan from the band Hellstar, and also from uh, I guess this band's kind of new, right? Uh, Santa. Oh, hold on, somebody's joining in the chat. Uh, Santa uh, As- Oscurita. Ah, you pronounce it. <laughs> Santa Oscuridad. All right, perfect. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to I can't wait to hear Wayne try to speak Spanish. Come on! <laughs> I just had him pronounce the the, uh, the other band's I, name. So I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can just but, start shopping like stuff like Mas Chingon and all that. You know, just yeah. <laughs> all the bad words. All the bad words. Oh yeah, I'm, 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 I was born in California. That's all I know. Oh, is bad okay. words. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I welcome James and welcome Larry to the show. Thanks. Yeah. So, um, all right. So you're from Hellstar, uh, and you actually just had a show at the Lucky Eagle, uh, I think a couple nights ago, right? Yeah, we played Saturday night. Yeah, um, how'd that go? It was okay. It was a kind of a weird, weird crowd because they all sat down. Oh, and, really? Like, sat and they sat back where like it's uh, it, the the venue kind of has like all these tables that surround like the floor, right? And I guess they just thought like, well, we'll just sit here. And right. we had like five people on the floor <laughs> and everybody <laughs> else was like sitting around this in on these tables. But uh yeah. you know, it was cool. It's it's kind of a different vibe and different ener- energy, you know. The the what we didn't realize was that the venue is actually open to the casino. So there's like all these oh, old wow. people gambling and stuff while we're blasting, <laughs> blasting metal, you know. <laughs> Did any, any of them uh, come over and uh, and join in the uh, the show or no? You could see them because uh, uh, <laughs> you know it's 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 quite open, yeah, and so yeah, you yeah. could see them like walking to the like the little door area and peeking in and then like taking off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that's cool though. Uh, so is that the first show that you've played this year so far? Uh, oh, they, they, start, no, they started no. doing no. They started doing some in in, uh, in January. And then, oh, yeah, do, yeah. and then they had to cut it off in January due to uh, a family emergency. 
Sorry, I was oh. I was watching. I was I, I went through you guys' Facebook today. <laughs> oh, okay. I was gonna say James. James is in the band. <laughs> I had no uh, idea. <laughs> well, actually, Hellstar has. Wow, was that the first show? Maybe. I know we did something at the Secret Group, but I think that might have been at the end of last year. Yeah, I think that was the end of last year, and then for this year, that was yeah, that was probably the first show that we'd done. And uh, Santa Oscuridad, yeah, we uh. We we had a few shows uh, that were booked, but uh, our drummer's father passed away like right oh, before wow. the show, and so it was like, well, okay, well, you know, we're definitely not going to do this, you know. So right. um, uh, we had to, well, not we had to, but um, he he's buried now, and and uh, our drummer's given us the okay to like, you know, proceed and and, yeah. and move on, you know, with the shows and stuff. I mean. Um, it's always rough when you, you you lose a parent, and um, you know our our hearts went out to him. You know I've lost both my grandparents who raised me, so I kind of oh, knew wow. what was yeah. going on. Yeah. They just passed away recently. Your grandparents? My grandparents? Yeah. Oh yeah. no, no, it's, oh, they've been oh, okay. they've been gone for for a few years. You know, oh, but yeah. it's, it's not easy. It's they never get oh, yeah. easy, man. You know? Oh yeah. I mean, I know, uh, my my I, grandmother passed in 1990, and actually I live in her house, my grandparents' house, and uh, you know there's still things in here that remind me of them you know? oh so yeah you, you never forget so no no never and the pain never really subsides you know it's no, just no. uh you just learn how to kind of deal with it but it's it's always kind of there you know mm. but um you know not to bring the, the show oh, down right. no, 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 no. I, I lost James. i lost my mother i lost yep. my mother at 20 at age 21 so i know exactly yeah. how you feel yeah so yeah. yeah luckily luckily i have my dad still so and but, another uh, co-host, uh, her mother just uh, passed away. His mother passed away too. Uh, one of our co-hosts too uh, a few weeks ago. So, oh, yeah, it's you know it's been a shitty you know two years you know with the COVID and everything and you know everybody's just yeah. something's happening with everybody. So, but uh, hopefully now we're out of it and now obviously you you know you played the show at the the casino there and hopefully concerts and more shows start happening. And do you have any more shows planned for this year with Hellstar? Uh, with Hellstar, we're going to Mexico in July. Um, I think we got a like three or four dates in, in Mexico and between now and then, I don't think we have anything. We're actually working on a new album. So oh, okay. uh, that's where a lot of the energy for Hellstar is going. And it's Santa Oscuridad as well. So we're working on another EP. All the songs are written. We've got, uh, we kind of do things backwards. So like like record all the guitars to a click and then we come back and do drums and bass and then, right. you know, the vocals on top of that. Yeah. um but uh juan our, our vocalist actually has come in and he's uh he's done a few songs already for you know the upcoming ep and then uh i went back and re-recorded a lot of the stuff from the first two santa oscuridad eps and uh i'm gonna remix everything along with that third ep and then at some point just release everything on one yeah. album yeah, yeah. So, I actually but, just you know, uh, I was going to ask you about that because I just read about that. What was the uh, idea with, uh, for going back and re-recording the uh, the songs? Oh, just because I mean they would, if we put them out all together, it would sound like mishmash. You know, the mixes wouldn't <laughs> they wouldn't yeah, yeah, yeah. coincide. You know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I said no. Let me go back and and let's let's clean stuff up. And uh, I feel like I've gotten better at mixing a little bit. So. Um, yeah, I want it. I want it to sound like a co- a cohesive 
album you know not like right, right, right. oh yeah they did these recordings five you know four years ago and then they did these you know a couple of years ago and then the new ep and then yeah. when you put them all together it's sounds like crap you know has been has been doing more production and stuff like that been kind of like your because like everyone got hobbies during the pandemic was that like one of your bigger uh hobbies that you started doing like getting more in depth into like doing music mixing and all that stuff yeah um almost forced into it because i mean there's no money you know so yeah. you're like okay well you know right now i'm in in the studios in my studio my home studio so um and i've done a few projects here already um i hope that uh when i get just too old to play that i can continue to do this at least you know um but yeah i i, I definitely want to get better at at the whole mixing process i don't want to get into the mastering thing but um i definitely um i definitely want to do more of the recording and the mixing and and uh producing as well you know yeah that's is that i i understand that's like kind of like what i like to do when, when i'm doing podcasts and mixing the sounds and everything so i i yeah. get why that you can get really deep in the weeds and you can just you just lose lose track of time just focusing on the music so i, I get i get what you're saying yeah i mean i could spend hours in here I, I when I when we first started recording here um it started off as like hey well we can at least do scratch tracks here and then take them to the studio have the drummer record his drum tracks to the scratch tracks and then we'd go back and re-record the actual guitar tracks and bass and everything and then I mean I'm pretty technical so I was like hey I think I can run that pro tools shit you know and and uh so yeah i bought pro tools and after a while i was like i, I don't think we need to go into a studio anymore i think we can do a lot of it here and and it just grew from there where uh you know it 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 wasn't so much of a hobby as much as just like maybe out of necessity just to, just to save in, on recording costs you know to do what we can do here and then maybe go somewhere else to do drums but at least get like guitar, bass, and vocals here. Um, I, I think my my wife probably thought like, "Oh, good, he won't be gone that much." You know, he'll he'll be <laughs> he'll be here instead be of careful, at the studio because be careful you know, what I, you wish would, for though. Yeah, man, because you know, because <laughs> at first I would it was like, okay, you know, I would take a week off or two weeks off, and I would go to the studio and kind of stay there and re- record guitar tracks and whatnot, and then so once I uh, started recording here it, she she was like oh yeah it's great and then it was like no no it's not great because you're in that room even longer than you are <laughs> out here with the rest of us you know so um yeah it was it's a double-edged sword because I, I can come in here and just like spend all day Saturday and Sunday if I want to Friday night you know mm-hmm. but um I try to try not to do that too much but it happens more often than <laughs> than not <laughs> yeah. now do you prefer recording at home than in, than in the studio yeah 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 because yeah, uh, i definitely yeah. do i'm just you know i could just roll out of bed you know right. the other thing that happens is like sometimes i'll dream parts and i'll get up and now i'll just come over here and i could just record it real quick you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know start a new session or whatever uh, um because i don't i don't <laughs> i don't want to be like uh like Kirk Hammett and like lose my phone and then like all these songs yeah. are gone. You know? so <laughs> I said, no, I want to, 
I want to go ahead and and just you know have my studio and get up and record stuff and you know I'm at a whim you know and not have to like call somebody go like hey I kind of have an idea I want to go over there you know I have my click track I have you know easy drummer that I can just kind of program simple beats you know just to 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 write stuff and be inspired and whatnot but um yeah i mean i i prefer it here yeah 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 because the studio gets expensive you know when i i just released a, uh my debut album with my new band and uh we were going to go to a studio but then it's like it's only me and, and my guitar player and then to go there and spend all that money just us two you know in a studio it's like ridiculous so we just did our stuff at home and it's so much easier you know and it's actually fun because i love you know trying to learn how to use that stuff i couldn't figure out how to mix or anything but uh, i would love to but uh, you know, he tried doing it a little bit, and he got frustrated, and we ended up having somebody else mix it. But you know, that's it's the fun part is actually recording it, you know, and getting oh, it to do yeah. it on your own. And then you can, like you said, you can come in the room and just do it whenever you feel like it, and get it done whenever it's done. You know? All right, on. And then like the whole mixing thing, I mean, it just takes time. Yeah. I, I mean, my like, you know, Bill Matoyer is one of my best friends, and I would like call him up, I'm like, hey, Bill, you know, what do you, how do you do this, or what do you do, how do you, you know, what do you what's your approach and 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 he's really funny because he goes larry just turn the knobs until it sounds good right <laughs> and then you know once it sounds good then just leave it right there and just just keep doing that you know and i was like oh that's okay but well obviously it's easy for bill matoyer you know but mm-hmm. uh you know I, I have learned quite a bit from him and um you know like i i will reach out to him sometimes i'll ask him hey can you take critique this mix or whatever and and I have another friend, Rob Powell, that uh, he does a lot of mastering. And, you know, I'll bounce idea, a lot of mixing ideas off of him. And it's it's nice to have Rob Powell as a, as a friend as well, because, um, you know, I can send him a mix and he can listen to it and listen to it with a mastering ear and go like, man, I think the bass is, you know, kind of buried or it's it's too, it's too bright, it's not low, and there's no low end to it. And, so I can go back and go like, oh, what about this? You know, and he'll be like, yeah, that that's probably going to master cool. You know, so uh, I guess it takes a takes a village, right? You know, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but we are joined actually with uh, Juan Ramirez. Hello, Juan. What? Yo, <laughs> I, snuck, I snuck on, man. Yeah, you oh, snuck okay. on. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw he, him come on, and then I, I didn't want to interrupt you. So, <laughs> yeah, he, he started this a little late, so it's it's, it's all right. It, we we blame, we blame the boss on this when he started the meeting late. Right? No, I, yeah. actually, I forgot to send you the link. I'm sorry, Dave. Oh, Houston traffic. Okay. Houston traffic. <laughs> I did. You didn't, you didn't. You didn't want me to talk about tool. Got it. Got it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about tool tonight. Maybe next time. But uh, welcome, Juan. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, no problem. And uh, yeah, we were talking about uh, Santa Ascaridad, right? That's pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah, that's pretty close. I'm so I'm I'm very just pronounce Oscuridad. 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 There we go. That's better. (laughs) That's as close I'm gonna get. (laughs) All our eyes, all our eyes are are ease. You know, Yeah. But uh, welcome, Juan. And uh, I've, I've been listening to the uh, the, the two EPs uh, that uh, Ben sent me from um, uh, what the, what the hell is this thing called? Uh, uh, ben. Ben. Uh, yeah. What is, uh, I, I'm I'm losing my mind right now. It doesn't matter. Ben sent me the <laughs> the EPs, and uh, they're really good. I really like them a lot. I mean, I I honestly I don't listen to a lot of bands that uh, have their lyrics in a different language. 
you know, obviously I have problems just pronouncing the band's name, but the music right. is really cool. And, uh, you know, the, your vocals are awesome, you know, and I, I do enjoy the music. So, I'm, you know, I'm definitely going to get more into it or try to get, to get more into, uh, you know, music like this. That's not necessarily English. Is there a reason why you guys decided not to sing in English? Well, um, it's kind of a long story, but Rudy, the other guitarist, and I went to go see Juan and his band play, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were doing like a tribute to rock and Espanol, which is more like bands like Maná and Caifanes, Elefante, you know, a little bit more uh, lighter rock pop kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, kind yeah. Of, yeah, some pop kind of stuff. Pop rock. And we're sit- we were sitting there and then... Uh, uh, Rudy and I were talking and we're getting drunk and we go, man, the only thing missing in rock and Espanol is rock. Mm. It's, it's all this pop. And, uh, and then Rudy goes, you know what? We should do a band. We should just put a band together and make it more, you know, more straight ahead, metal, hard rock kind of stuff. And I said, yeah, you're, you're, you're serious. You want to do that? And he's like, yeah. And, you know, we've been friends for a long time. And, uh, so I, I I went home and I think I wrote like three songs that night or over a, a couple of nights. I wrote like three songs and then I, you know, I sent it to Rudy and he was like, oh, shit, you were serious. Said, OK, yeah, let's. All right, let's do this. And then we started putting the <laughs> band together. And and so Juan was already singing in Spanish in this other band right. and the bass player, Ray Solis, he was in that band as well. And he's a solid. I mean, now everybody in the band's like veteran, you know, everybody's been playing right. for forever and so um ray said hey i know this drummer uh i'm Recio as well and and so we said okay well let's let's do this and uh and then uh, you know as, as we started talking about like doing it in spanish i mean to me why not do it in spanish it, it's it's a language that my grandparents used to yell at me in you know and it's <laughs> it's 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 the the music that we grew up on Saturday listening to the mariachi music and the rancheras and you know all that the the traditional Mexican music and um you know it was my first language I went to you know when I went to school in kindergarten I knew knew, knew no English whatsoever you know Mm -hmm. my grandparents sat me in front of the tv and made me watch the news every day so I could learn English you know right and which was kind of smart because uh my my grandfather just said, I had you watch news every day because there's in the news. He was what? afraid it, of it, it, uh, it glitched there for a second. What you said? No, no, no <laughs> slang. There's no slang. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in, you know, it's all very proper English. So he was like, I had you watch news. Man, by the time I was five, I could tell you the weather. You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, down, down there in South Texas, it's just hot all the time. You know? Yeah, yeah. Hot, yeah. Hot. <laughs> hot, hot rain, hot rain. It's yeah. going to be 105 in Brownsville, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Juan, I had a question because, like, uh, the, when when I when I saw the videos of you guys performing and everything on YouTube, uh, you kind of stood a little bit. Did you ever have like a mariachi or ranchera like influence or anything? Or because because um, the poses, the poses when you're singing are very. You know, my grandmother. Type. Yeah, it was. It, you know, the, my grandmother. Uh, how would I say we had a mixed kind of uh, family. I had one half of the family that was Hispanic and the other half was, you know, Caucasian. They were white. My grandmother was one of those. Her name was Catherine Lyons. And, but 
she always interacted with our Hispanic family. So she would always put me in front of them and, hey, sing this song. And there I was, Pedro Fernandez. And I was singing like mariachis, you know, and stuff like that. And, and uh, you know, she's the one who got me started all into that stuff. And, you know, all the Spanish singing and, you know, the culture, you know, we, it's totally different from anywhere else. So, but, you know, I, I, I give it up to her. She's the one who put me in front of my aunts and cousins and embarrassed the shit out of me. So <laughs> as, a, as a guy who yeah. grew up in California as a white kid that had no, uh, you know, Hispanic or, or Mexican blood or anything, I enjoyed the hell out of going to going to the Latino parties. And, and, and when especially when the music came out, when the when the mariachi ranchero music came out, it was it was a party. So I always enjoyed the oh, heck yeah. out of it. And yeah, then, taking and then, taking shots, they were taking shots, doing it too. <laughs> yeah, you know best. <laughs> and it wasn't, and it wasn't the, and it wasn't Cuervo. It was the real stuff with the worm and stuff. Oh yeah, mezcal. oh the mezcal, mezcal, mezcal. Yeah, that's funny. So Juan, you also have another band too. What, what's the, what's the other band? Ooh, I have. Well, I'm in several bands. Actually, yeah, I do. I know you. You both have, are in so many bands. It's hard to keep up with everything. Well, I'm. <laughs> I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm about to retire from the. Uh, I have a Misfits tribute, and uh, oh, okay. I've given them. I've given them five years, and I'm. I'm going to walk away from that. I got two more shows left this year. How? How, how come? And that, that, that's well, the Misfits I mean, way. <laughs> yeah, it, it's <laughs> right. Walk away. You know. No, it's it's just. Well, you're you supposed know, to walk among us. Yeah, right. It's just here in Houston. <laughs> there's just not a need, and there's not a want for the Misfits tribute. You know, it's mm. this. This city is so huge and diverse in, in musical culture. It's just hard to to just play anywhere. You know, uh, not there's not too many punk venues anymore in in Houston, mm. and uh, you really have to know somebody here. And uh, but I do have a dancing tribute, and uh, I have a cult tribute. I sing like Ian Ashbury. Oh, all right. <laughs> so uh yeah and i have another i have an english original project band called straight jacket theory that we're doing but uh you know santa oscuridad is a little different you know we you know we basically know our stuff and when we're ready yeah. to play we're ready to play yeah and uh we do our homework and you know when larry says i got a new i got a new idea send it to me and most of the time I'll have lyrics within the week, you know, and uh, we'll, you know, he'll send it to me and then I'll go over there and I said, let me try to find the right tone and vocals. And sure enough, there he, he's got me singing a Shakira song. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's going to be, no on, that. That's gonna be on the next, next EP. We're, we're doing a, a, one of the, a cover of one of the Shakita songs. Uh, yeah. But obviously more rocked out and meddled out, you know, but, um, yeah, you know, but, you know, getting back to Juan, I mean, the, his, all, all of his projects, man, I mean, his vocals stand out. The, the Misfit yeah, yeah. stuff is, is awesome. And the Dandic stuff, the, you know, it's, 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 you know, he's just a great vocalist. And, and going back to also um, when he said like, you know, I'll write something and a couple of days later, you know, he'll have something. Actually, when one of the, I think, did I give you like three songs, Juan, or did I just give you the one song? You, uh, I think in the beginning it was just the one, and then after the one you gave me, you sent me two more. Okay, so the very first time, you know, the first song I sent him, um, I mean, like, let, I, 
I must have sent it to him like at, I don't know, six, seven at night. And like by nine o'clock, he was like, hey, man, I got lyrics. When do you want me to come by and sing this? Wow. And so I was like, oh, okay, cool, man. Yeah, come <laughs> on by. And and uh, he came, you know, the next day or next couple of days later. And, uh, and man, I mean, he just killed it. And I, I was like, oh, yeah, this is this is going to be good, you know. Yeah. And, um, you know, there, there's a lot of reasons why why we why we want to do it in Spanish and why we love doing it in Spanish, you know, and Juan mentioned the, the culture thing and, and that's really big. I mean, it, we, we have a lot of pride in, in the fact that we are Mexican American and, and that we're bilingual and that, you know, the, it's the language of our, of our grandparents and our, I mean, you know, if you didn't know Spanish, you weren't talking to my grandparents, you know? So, <laughs> you know, it, it, yeah. that, that's the bottom line, you know, and, um, so it, it, it there's there is that cultural pride as well and and it's the it's the number two language in the united states right. you know yeah. i mean so uh, it's uh it, it's it's kind of crazy because um you, you don't hear a lot of bands doing what we're doing and and right. and <laughs> and for that to be the number two language and not have not really be represented is uh it's a travesty, really. I, 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 we played in San Antonio, which is every San Antonio. I mean, you can't go to a restaurant and and not know some Spanish so you can order, you know. Right, right, right. And but we we played there, and there was people in the audience going like, we hadn't heard anybody do this. Wow. Yeah. And and where'd you come like, from? Yeah, <laughs> we're like, well, you know, you got you got you got to give San Antonio some slack, okay? Not everybody there is from San Antonio. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> well, I was I was, in we, the, I was in the Air Force. I know exactly. I've been down there. I spent my two months down there. Well, when, oh, yeah, I think yeah. when we when we played the Saxon show, it showed that. I mean, I think the language barrier really didn't even matter. I mean, no. I think after every song, I mean, it was just loud. I mean, it was. Mm. I mean, my ears were popping on one side. I mean, it was it was amazing. That was a good show for us. Yeah, it was a it was a a, a crowd that, I mean, they didn't know us from Adam, you know, and mm-hmm. and uh, to go out there and play like the first song, then play the second song, and then to see like the crowd actually like react song after song and song until you got to the end, and it was like this crescendo of like, yeah, man, that. You know, I was like, I'd never played a show. And I played a lot of shows. I played a lot of shows with Hellstar, but I've never, uh, I've never experienced that where, you know, we slowly but surely took over this crowd to the mm-hmm. very end. Yeah. And uh, that was, you know, that was a really, really special night. And, and it happened again, you know, it, every time we play, it kind of happens. because mm-hmm. You know, most people just don't know. They yeah. don't know what to expect. They 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 hear oh it's uh, span they sing in Spanish, so they think like oh it's gonna be some like mana or you know something poppy and and we get out there and rock in their faces and they're like oh shit you know this is this is cool I didn't understand anything but it was I liked it you know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like me with Alien Weaponry the first time I heard those guys from New Zealand speak in Mano in Maori they. They just, I was like, well, I don't know what the heck they're saying, but this is, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Juan, I, I Juan, think... when you, uh, when you write lyrics, what do you, uh, like, what kind of topics are you writing about? 
Um, well, for the Spanish, it's, uh, well, what Larry offers me is a chance. It's a variety, you know, mm -hmm. uh, the way the song sounds is what I hear in my head. And, uh, we, we have a new song, uh, that we haven't released that, uh, it's called, uh, Cruz de la Dualidad. And, uh, it's, it, and it's creepy, you know, it's just a creepy song. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I wrote it about basically an exorcism, you know. And then uh -huh. we have songs about homeless children. Mm. You know, we have songs about a woman that a man's in love with, but he can't touch her because she's so far away, but he just admires her from a distance. You know, it's it's just, we got a vampire song called Miedo. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's a variety of, of things. <laughs> I, 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 I have that. I kind of caught it. I kind of caught your guys' vibe, especially when you started doing uh, when I heard the first song, ben, a Bandera Negro just come out there, and I was like, okay, I I, I get this. I like this. Yeah, that's yeah. About I mean, the, uh, yeah, we have we have political songs as well, you know, yeah. and, and political songs so as well. We're not a. I guess we just don't. We're not going to paint ourselves into some corner and be, you know, well, we're going to write a bunch of like religious type songs or a bunch of political songs, and you know, we want to keep it kind of loose and. And and we want to keep it fun as well. I mean, not everybody wants to, you know, have the news thrown in their face. I mean, they're already watching the news and then to have a band come out there and go like, you know, fuck Trump. You know, it's like, oh, right, man, right. OK, you know, great. You know, <laughs> uh -oh, more and, of the and same you know, shit, the, you know? <laughs> and the difference of writing Spanish and English, I mean, one English word can mean three or four Spanish words. So, right, right, right. It, it, you know, me, Larry, and I, you know, I'll, sometimes we'll collaborate on the lyrics, and then he'll ask his wife, Hey, how does this sound? And then, you know, we'll get corrected if it's wrong. But yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a good thing to have because, you know, this, you know, being in the, in singing in Spanish, you'll have these critics who say, Hey, you sang the wrong words. You know, that means something right. else. Right. And, and sometimes we, we like, always have, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, we know, always like, have to be careful on, on how we write, on how I write, and make sure, you know, that it sounds right and correct, and uh, because I don't want to offend anyone, but oh well. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it also, it also gets weird because, you know, I, I and I've seen this, you know, uh, California and, you know, Mexican Spanish is completely different than Texas. You, it's completely different yeah. slang words, completely oh, different. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I, you know, when I was down there and I heard these words, I'm like, what the fuck are they saying <laughs> you know like, like i don't what what, yeah. what was that <laughs> yeah know? like i kind of yeah. i mean yeah we, we like i i was telling a, a a friend of mine who is who is mexican i think he's from mexico city i was like man you know we're we're we we're tejanos we're we're texans we're tejanos and I say, we use words that aren't even really words they're like english words nope. that we morphed into a spanish word like you know, you'll hear somebody say troca. You go to Mexico, they're like, what? I don't know what that is. <laughs> really, you know, we're, we're saying, we're trying to say truck. But yeah. so we throw an A at the end of it and, and it's troca. And it's like, no, it's camioneta, it's truck, you know. Oh, so, yeah. you know, yeah. It's, and so we're, we're really trying to avoid being Tejanos. You know, we want to actually sing the words correctly so that, you know, Everybody can understand it. The Spaniards, you know, the people from, you know, South America, Mexico. And, um, you know, my wife is a, a retired uh, bilingual teacher. So 
she knows her stuff. And so we'll write something, we'll hand her lyrics to her and she'll, she'll do the grammar for us. And she'll say, I think you should use this word instead or this word's not right. And then we'll go, oh, now the rhyme's not good. So, you know, mm -hmm. we have to go back and, and adjust things, but yeah, um, it hasn't been that, it hasn't been that hard because we are fluent, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna say this because I I do notice like when I listen to other bands that do speak speaking uh, other languages that sometimes the lyrics won't match the music a little bit some you know it'll be they'll say a word but it won't flow as well and but I think you guys get that right you know because like you say your wife helps you with all that stuff too but I think you guys you know with her helping you and everything you're getting it right and making it flow with the music and and I I do like that you know you're doing it right you're doing it right you know the right thing yeah oh, you thanks, know sometimes man. I could you. I could write a I can write a whole paragraph of the first verse and the way you write it in english you're just like oh yeah this is going to sound real cool and then it was like oh no yeah then it then it flips yeah, it's backwards you, yeah. <laughs> yeah you're like you're, oh, yeah, the yeah. last your last two sentences that you wrote in that verse are going to be the first two sentences and the first sentences are going to be your last sentences and you're like oh, okay we figured it out you know yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah, it, it's, yeah it's, I, I, at first i didn't think I was really hesitant. I was like, man, am I going to be able to pull this off? Can I write lyrics in, in Spanish? Because I write a lot of lyrics for Hellstar. And, you know, James and I write a lot of lyrics. And, and now that we have Andrew Atwood in the band, he's, he's a great lyricist as well. And uh, to then all of a sudden, okay, bam, we're, we're, we're going to do this in Spanish. And go, oh, now I got to, can I rhyme in Spanish? And, and then I, after I wrote like that first song, I was like, oh yeah, this is I can do this, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely doing a great job doing that so far. So I can't wait to hear what the uh, the next EP. Are you now? Are you guys just doing EPs? Because now this is going to be a third EP. So are you just planning on always do making EPs? Or are you going to sometime at some point do a full album? Well, I mean, like like I was saying, I think uh, what we might do is kind of release, you know, four or five singles and then culminating in an EP this time around. Okay. Because it just, you know, you just, if you, you know, you put your EP out and then you kind of like blew your wad again, you know, right, right off the right, bat. Right. So right. if you put out like the songs, you know, single at a time and then have the EP. And then, like I said, we want to do the whole, the all three EPs as one album. Right, right, um, right. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, it just kind of depends on, on the demand, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, if, if if there's not a demand for an album, then you know why do it? Just, just continue to put out singles and and EPs and and keep putting your name out there and keep playing. Um, that's all we can do. We had a good momentum going into 2020, <laughs> and then you know COVID <laughs> COVID happened, and it and it, it. I mean the EP that we put out, it just died. You know the the second one. And so yeah, now we had like, okay. EPs ready for uh, South by Southwest. Remember, Larry? Yeah, we were like Just the last our, band. Yeah, last band to play at South by Southwest. To, yeah, uh, at the Dirty Dog, they were shutting them down. As, as they were like, shutting them down. We we, wow. we played our last song, and then I think like the next day they boarded up that club, and it was really and yeah, it was crazy. It was oh, wow. insane. They, how they're finally how quickly. finally coming back this this year. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, ex but, um, I'm excited to see that because I know uh, I know they're, they I know South by Southwest isn't like what it used to be, but I'm excited to see the people coming there this year. 
Yeah, I know it's gonna be like Dolly Parton yeah. and stuff like that for me. So I'm, I'm in East Tennessee, and so I love Dolly Parton. <laughs> you're not gonna, you're she's not gonna stop me on that. It. She's she's awesome. She's, <laughs> <worth it. laughs> she's working nine to five. <laughs> she's more, she, she, she retirement age, and she's still doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, more power to her, man. I, I hope I can do it well into my elder elder years. I mean, I'm pretty old now, but I hope I can do it for a while. Now, now, uh, Larry, you've been doing Hellstar since uh, '83, I believe, right? Uh, around, around, yeah, '83, yeah, '83, yeah. '82, '82, really. Okay. Yeah, I uh, so, when I was... yeah, what you're like 16 years old or something, right? 17, 16. Yeah, I was like yeah. 16. Yeah. Did you have like a, a a band before that, like like a high school band or anything, or was Hellstar your first band? Hellstar wasn't my first band. My first band morphed morphed into Hellstar. Uh, first band I was in was, a, uh, they were called Black Rose. It was like a three-piece. We did a bunch of Rush because they were three-piece, you know. So we we did a lot of Rush songs. And then, you know, uh, I guess I I started listening to other stuff. Uh, so I was like, well, I want to do, you know, some a five-piece, you know. with It was Judas Priest and Iron Maiden and, uh, you know, Angel Witch and, Saxon and Budgie and I mean the list went, went on and on Diamond Hat mm. um, so like all those bands that, that you you know that you hear that Metallica listened to or all, all those guys um, they were the same bands we were listening to as well in Texas and so um, that's when uh, I got together with some other guys and we, we formed Hellstar and then, uh, then James Rivera came along and and uh, and we we put out a demo and and it kind of you know it got us signed and we started uh, we started that career from then on you know that first album came out in '84 and uh, you know the bands no no we were no different from any other band that you know has uh, band member changes and. You yes, know, I, just, I saw you guys got a lot yeah. of band member changes. I mean, I, I I know who you guys. I know I know of your band. I've always known of your band. I unfortunately don't own any CDs, but I'm going to change it because I've been listening on Spotify. I'm like, why don't I own your albums? It's, you know, <laughs> yeah, why why I mean, don't you, Wayne? Look at I that don't know I, stuff you have back there. There, are, uh, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I, I know. Unfortunately, you guys kind of I don't know. I don't know that why, is. but you just like kind of slipped, you know, out of you know whatever uh, the stuff I listened to. I don't know. I, I just never. I don't know. It just never don't, came don't across. Worry, never don't came worry. Across. Half that, half that stack there is just Halloween albums. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> over there. But yeah, it just, uh, it just never came up. But it's you know, I, I've always known about yeah. Hellstar, but I gotta change that. There's a, there's a quote, and I, it's, I don't know which. Uh, I think it's on iTunes, and it's like, uh, you know how when you go to iTunes, you click on the band, and it has like a little blurb about who they are oh, yeah, and all yeah, that yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. and I, I think that was you know, on itunes it says it says like america's best kept secret yeah and seriously. i and i was like i hate that you know <laughs> yeah because <laughs> yeah. i want to be, be the worst kept secret not the best kept secret <laughs> yeah yeah no doubt you know but because you're mean, always on just, like the you're on combat and you're on metal blade you're always with you know the top bands you know so yeah. it just kind of yeah. blows my mind how you guys got hidden you know yeah, we, 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 we toured with Fate's Warning. We toured with, uh, we did a, a few dates with Megadeth. We did some stuff with Anthrax. And I mean, we played, we played with King Diamond. So mm. it's not like we didn't, 
we weren't out there. It's just, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if I, if I knew, we, <laughs> if I knew we'd be, you know, way bigger than what we are now, but eh, you know, you, 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 uh, you play the cards that were dealt to you. And you know, I don't, I don't take anything for granted. I'm still, I feel very blessed to do a lot of the stuff that we do going, you know, we get to play festivals in Europe and, and do nice tours in Europe. You know, maybe it's not that great here in the States, but, mm. you know, we go over there. It's it's a different story. And so, um, yeah, I mean, we're still doing albums and whatnot. And we're, I mean, there's, like I said, there's bands out there that wish they could do a quarter of what we've done, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't take it for granted at all, you know, because we could be one of those bands that hadn't just never did anything but uh did you ever think um, of like doing like what anvil did they did a documentary and then all of a sudden they blew up and you know everybody knew who they were now well (laughs) i you know i have a couple of friends that have been you know kind of egging me on like man you should do it you should do it and uh chris canella he was in uh, dsi for a little bit um he's he's a very good friend of mine he had uh, he had mentioned that to me a few times like man you you guys really should do something and you know, Jeff Loomis also said, I should put something out that, you know, because, uh, you know, a lot of people think that that whole thrash uh, shred guitar thing, you know, it kind of, we kind of started it with, uh, with Nosferatu. And, you know, I don't know if we, I, I, I would, I would be pompous to say that we started it. I mean, Cacophony was out there doing really really cool stuff and they were Mm. definitely shredders you know Mm. i I don't put ourselves in in that category but i think that our songwriting was good and it was interesting on that album um and since then you know but uh yeah i mean i don't know i i i i I guess maybe we should look into it more and, and uh see who we can get to like interview and say good stuff about us yeah de- definitely I, I, I really think it'll work i mean you guys have been around long enough you know you have that history and everything so it's you know i really think it should be done yeah it's 40 years this, 40 years this I know, year. yeah right so even more of a reason to do it you know it's, don't don't make me don't make me feel old you know guys thanks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um actually i actually uh for both you guys since you guys both been doing this music thing for a while uh with the changes of since especially since the pandemic really ratcheted this up the want and need of uh, albums versus just going out and doing singles like you're thinking doing i think the wave of the future is doing those singles after singles after singles because unfortunately unless you're a you know quote-unquote well-established band will even people even listen to the lp or will they just care about the singles that are on spotify or they just come up randomly on amazon or, or itunes you know what? What are your guys' thoughts of that? I must have been reading my mind because I was going to ask that next. <laughs> I was this going. Is to... do, this is why we do a show, Wayne. <laughs> it's perfectly Ooh. perfect for each other. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we just had a moment. <laughs> what? You want to answer that? Uh, one or you want to... I mean, um, that that's one of the, the things that's you know it's been a big issue. Is, oh, we're going to go release this full album um there's a band here called uh andes uh, grandes or gran andes and they released a full album i mean it just it just didn't do much and then they started releasing singles 
And, you know, it's like, oh, okay, cool. You know, they heard the song for two, three weeks, a month, and then, hey, we're going to release a new single. So it's keeping everyone, you know, like in suspense of, oh, I wonder what the next song is going to be like, you know. But I, I think the singles right now in the music industry is probably where everybody's going. I mean, I don't, I mean, like you said, unless we're not signed, we're not a big band, you know. Um, we won't be releasing a full album unless Larry's ready to do that, you know. We all have to come into agreement. Hey, let's just go ahead and do the, you know, all three P EPs in one. and there's a full length album right there you know but you know for maybe like larry said for this next ep you know we talked about it and we're like yeah maybe we should just start releasing singles and maybe do another video or two you know just to keep everybody on edge and you know i'm like ah, i can't wait to the next one you know i mean and and, and the you know everything's changed everything has yeah. changed yeah. not 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 just because of uh of COVID, just the, just the way people view music now, you know, and, mm. and it's a, it's a, uh, it's, it's a kind of a, what have you done lately kind of culture. And so if you put out this album and they're like, okay, well that I listened to like three <laughs> of the songs and, and then that's it. And, mm. you know, now what, now what, you know, what are you going to do next? And so, uh if you keep it just keep putting out singles uh i mean it's just going to extend the life of of the music of your music and of the band um because you know kids just don't have the same they just don't have the same attention span like what when we were kids i mean I remember buying an album. Yeah, I remember bought, buying an album, listening to the whole album, and just like staring at the cover for hours. You know, right, right, that, right. that 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 Kiss Alive album, man, and just looking at that 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 booklet over and over and over and over again. I mean, it didn't change. It, right, it, it right, was right. the same pictures, but every day I was like, "Oh my God, look at Ace! That smoke coming out of his guitar." You know, it was just it was just so different back then. And then just listening to every song and just feeling like you were a part of it, like you were there. And yep. um, same thing with, uh, you know, all the, the bands that I grew up listening to. Like the first time I listened to Killers, oh. I was, that was it. You know, I was just like, well, that's, there's nothing there. Who's better? None. There are none better. <laughs> than, than You know, the cover was badass yeah. and then the music was even more badass and, and it was just like, you know, you just listened to the whole thing. You, you you just took it all in. And then when the show came through, you were like, man, I'm buying that shirt and I'm going to that concert. No, I'm going <laughs> to camp out and get tickets or whatever, you know. Mm. And I mean, that's just that just doesn't happen anymore, you know. And um, you have a core of, of people that, are, yeah, they're they're big music fans and 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 yeah they want the whole album and they want it on vinyl or you know they they want product that they, that they they can hold and yeah. but for the most part i mean that's they're few and far between now you know and and that's just technology you know right. you either you're either going to yeah. sink or swim you're either going to keep flowing with it and going like oh what 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 should we do now as far as what is everybody else doing to kind of make it Mm -hmm. or you know are you just gonna be like nope we're putting out this album and and sink or swim you know and 
more often than not, you know, you put something out that like that right now, it's, you know, I just don't you know, see it happening if you're, what, if you're a young band, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what some of these uh, new uh, horror punk bands are doing, like Bloody Hammers. I mean, <clears throat> yeah. They just redid uh, Golden Earrings, Twilight Zone. I mean, that that's uh, that's a really good cover. <laughs> yeah, I like that and, maybe and, more than the original. <laughs> yeah, and, and and it's totally different. It's creepy, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're keeping people on edge. Um, Calibri is, is the same. You know, they're they're releasing one or two songs at a time, and you know, yeah, it's on YouTube. You can get the the EP on YouTube, but. You know they're releasing singles as they go, so yeah. I, mean, I, I think it's great. You know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it helps to keep the band's name out there. You know, and that, that's, oh, a, yeah. that's what Spotify wants you to do anyway. They want you to keep, you know, making content so you, you know, keep making him money, but also you know keep your band's name out there and everything. Correct. Do you, yeah. you guys prefer like the the physical releases, or or are you adapting now to the uh, the digital stuff? Well, actually, our, our people love the physical. They want to, yeah. they want to hold the CD in their hand. They, they're like, oh yeah. man, this is cool. And and Santa Oscuridad has no problem selling, you know, our CDs. You know, every time we we either, hey guys, we only got like five CDs left. I'm gonna place another order. Mm. There goes Larry yeah. placing another I, order. You know. <laughs> Uh, and, and by the way, your guys' artwork on it looks amazing on yes. Facebook and everything. Oh, that, that, that stuff looks freaking awesome. And now, like the pictures and everything, the you know the shirt and, and you know really really good use of the spokesperson people for the t-shirts and everything. Good job on that one. Yeah, whose idea yeah, was man, that? I mean, the whole uh, thing for for the zombie note. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I have a friend who uh, John Carcass that does. He's an amazing artist, and uh, I went to him and I kind of told him like what I kind of wanted. And uh, then that, that's what he came up with. And what's interesting to me, well, I came up with the logo. Uh, our other guitarist, Rudy Rocha, came up with, with the actual name, Santa Escurida, which, which means holy darkness. And so I came up with the cross and the pitchfork. And, uh, and so uh, where was I going with this? Oh, so I find it interesting that like a lot of people will They'll see the logo and they'll go like, "Oh man, that's like the devil's pitchfork," you know. Yeah. They're like, "Wow, that's," and I go, "Well, that's kind of interesting." So you you didn't focus on the cross part; you focused right. on the, on the devil part, you know. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, uh, well, no, I mean, uh, like, yeah, you did, you know, you didn't say <laughs> like, oh, there's a cross above yeah, the pitchfork,' yeah. you know. You said, hey, there's a pitchfork.' And the same thing with the zombie nun. It's like they're like, oh, she's like turning into a zombie. I'm like, well, how do you know it's not the other way? Mm-hmm. How do you know it's not her flesh taking over the zombie part? You know, mm-hmm. you're, 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 you're. It's always the negative with most people. Like, oh, you know, she's she's rotting. Yeah. How do you know she's not? I think that's because uh, it's you know? metal. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. usually. I, I, as soon as I saw it, I thought of I thought of uh, Yaya Rona, the the, the yeah, woman there. Yeah. You know, I was like, I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> And, and you know, so like a lot of people see like the black covers being like the evil cover. But yeah. really, when you really look at it, the white cover of the zombie nun is the evil cover because yeah. she has a she has a black halo and there's black roses. And so but people don't they, you know, they just see the white and they're like, oh, that's a, that must be the good album. And the black one is a bad album. I'm like, no, 
he got it wrong. <laughs> he still got it wrong, you know. So, um, yeah, I mean, the 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 whole thing with with uh, with our shirts and and we we're constantly kind of trying to come up with merch and 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 I will say this, man, Santa Oscuridad pushes merch. We 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 sell a lot of shirts when whenever we play. A lot of people really dig you know the the designs and stuff and so uh yeah we take pride in that that uh that, that, that the artwork is good because otherwise i mean you know who wants who wants to buy some you know just the logo or whatever i mean and we did that as well but mm. um you know you, you got to have some good cool artwork to to entice people to like oh i wonder what that is you know and, yeah, and yeah. to have somebody walk up to somebody else and go like dude i've seen this shirt around you know what is this you know, yeah, it definitely uh, catches your eye. So I, it's, yeah. yeah, one thing I noticed. Oh uh, man, I'll get stopped in Walmart. You know, I'll have the Santa Oscuridad hat. I'll have it on backwards. And they'll be <laughs> like, "Dude, I know that band." And I'm like, "Yeah, cool." I, I was in. <laughs> I, I went to go. I went to see at the Alamo Draft House in Austin. I went to go see Glenn Danzig's new movie, Death Rider. So I was telling Larry, I said, "Hey, I met this guy named Damon. He says he knows you guys." But we were, ta- I was talking to the guy that I went with, you know, his, him and his wife, I was talking to them about, you know, Santa Oscuridad, you know, trying to get booked back in Austin. And the guy goes, oh, I know Santa Oscuridad. And I'm like, well, how do you know? He goes, oh, yeah, man, I know Larry and I know any of these guys, they're everywhere, you know, they're just, you know, um, I'll get stopped in restaurants. Hey, guy, man, nice to see you. Nice show last weekend or whatever. Mm-hmm. and uh you know that's what we want that's what we want we want to be hey, walking around houston or in places and people say hey you're the singer from santa oscuridad or you're the guitar player you know that's what we want you know yeah, yeah I, definitely i got stopped in the airport and i was wearing my so shirt and uh some guy was like hey i saw i know that band man i was like really he was like yeah man i saw those guys they're pretty good I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> They're all right. You know? <laughs> she said, oh, this dirty thing? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what was funny was I did ask, like, where did you see them? And he said, oh, I saw them at Scout Bar. That's at the Saxon show. I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, all right, I guess he maybe he was standing on the other side, didn't see me or whatever, or maybe he's pulling my leg, but no, he was, he was serious. He didn't know who I was. So. Yeah. Well, you're, you're, you know, you're a different yeah. area, you know, like you're yeah. on stage. Yeah. You, know, you, look different, so. yeah. you get, you get lost in the sauce during a show. So, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. How was that Glenn, uh, the Denzig, uh, Danzig movie, by the way? Um, or, I'll tell you what, it was better. It was better than uh Verotica or, you yeah. know, Veriteca, whatever. That one was horrible. That I think that's the one that Larry had seen as well. Whew. Death, that. Death Rider was, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, it's a cheesy vampire spaghetti western. I mean, it was expected, you know, but, right. uh, um, you know, I, I hear a lot of, Glenn was nice. I mean, I told him who I was. I told him what I did. You know, I said, hey, you know, I got tribute band and, you know, in your name. And he's like, he was like, fuck yeah, that's awesome. And then he goes, what can I, you know, how do I sign your poster? I put, you know, Wanzig, you know, he goes, Wanzig? Yeah, like Danzig, just put Wanzig. And he was like, oh man, that's fucking cool. You know, and I was like, sweet, man. You know, and the guy that I went with looks like Johnny Kelly. Yeah. So Danzig looking at him like, wait, do I know you? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, but uh it, it it was so it was eh, it was cheesy. Yeah, 
my wife was like, oh, I see why you wanted to come see this. Because the first scene is a chick on a horse with some booty shorts and just, you know, boobies just hanging out. <laughs> right, right, right. And that's like for the first, I don't know, five, ten minutes of the show until Danny <laughs> Trejo comes out. And and, uh, and what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean... You know, that's what we're looking at is boobies. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what movie did I, I did like was the Foo Fighter movie. Man, that was funny. Oh yeah, I, I, have, I, was, not I, I have not watched six six. It, was it Destination Six 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 or something like that? It, yeah, it was. It's 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 cheesy. Yeah, it's cheesy, but it was it it was definitely better than the than the Danzig movies. And it was I I found it funny. You know, I oh, thought yeah. it was. <laughs> they, they, went, they went for like a Scooby Doo episode. So yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. I liked it, man. And, and the other thing that was cool is they didn't play any Foo Fighters. Oh yeah, all right, yeah, cool. Yeah. So I thought, are you a fan yeah. of Foo, uh, the Foo Fighters? I love Foo Fighters. Yeah. I love them. Yeah, because really Ellie, the metal people, always give Foo Fighters shit, but they're awesome. You know, Dave Grohl, I think, is awesome. He's like, hey man, he's a he well-rounded musician. He, yeah, he writes all the good songs. He plays guitar, drums. He plays everything. You know, and you know how hard. It's like you know how hard it is to write a hit. I mean, he's right. written hit after hit after hit. You know, right. yeah. for, for at least I three mean, bands, he's done hits. He's yeah, done and then, yeah, and yeah. then you know, he's played at you know he's playing Madison Square Garden. He's playing at the you know I forgot at Wembley Stadium. I mean, you don't you don't Man. you don't get or, to do or, shit or like the, that. Or the back up, of a truck you know? go, uh, going around the Westboro Baptist protesters. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not bad for a drummer that used to be in Nirvana. Yeah. Right, yeah, I know. Yeah, not not bad yeah. for a guy who had to use a click track. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I I have my, mad respect for that for him and for that band. You know, yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I I hate when people give them shit because it just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I can understand I'm liking his music, but the guy busts his balls, you know. So yeah, yeah. All right, so seems to be a good guy too. Yeah, I mean, he actually somebody some band uh, the guy broke his leg. And then Dave Grohl found out and he sent him, you know, that big chair that Dave would sit, sit on sometimes. He sent him that chair. Yeah, when he, he was on stage. Head, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and really? He, and he gave it oh, to wow. the guy. Yeah. So the guy can continue to do his shows. And yeah, I mean, that, that's cool. You know, how many bands are going to do stuff like that? You know? Yeah. Not many. Not many. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Larry, since you played with uh, a lot of bands like Slayer and everything, have, do you have what's some cool stories you can tell us about with uh, touring with Slayer, Metallica? And, well, I didn't ever play with Metallica. Uh, I mean, not, I mean, Megadeth, not Metallica. I'm sorry. Megadeth, man, I can't Freudian really Freudian slipped their way. I can't Freudian really because you know what? I was I talking about Metallica earlier today at oh. work, and, and we were talking about uh, Dave Mustaine writing like all you know the, the good songs. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. No, I. Uh, no, I can't tell any Megadeth stories. No, no, I can't do it. Uh, that bad, huh? <laughs> they're that good. <laughs> they were it, that was during the the drug era, so that, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want to go there. Um, God, what some funny stuff? I mean, uh, stuff with Anthrax. Those guys were fun. They there was food fights left and right. And there was pie fights on stage, and you know that was cool. It was, it was fun, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, man, I can't put people out like that. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to. You can see. You can Never see the mind. Most, there are good ones. Next in question. There. We have to figure yeah. out. What, what, what about you, yeah. Juan? All, all the all the shows that you've done. Any fun, really fun shows that you've played? You know, I played with with um, I played with Les Warner twice from the Colts, okay. and um, 
I mean, just to hear the words of encouragement from him, he goes, well, he tells me that I have a voice that has a curse. <laughs> and I mean, he's still upset with Ian and, and all those guys, you know, but uh, he tells me, he goes, in English, he's telling me, so how does it feel to have a cursed voice? And I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, you sound like Ian. You know, I'll I'll never play with another tribute if it's with you guys. And uh, he he'll tell me he'll tell me some funny stuff. You know, it's like and um, just silly things that in England was different from here. I mean, uh, I was sitting there eating some cheese sticks. What are those? I said fried cheese. Fried cheese. Hey, dude, <laughs> ate all my 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 cheese sticks, man. I'm like, yeah, they were pretty good, but you're on a diet, Les. I mean, come on now. The, things like that, you know, the, those little things that you know, when you play with people who have been in the, in in the industry mm. for a long time, and they tell you stories that sometimes you have to read, you have to listen to what he's actually t- those people are telling you. You know, right. it's great. But it's it's not all that glamorous, you know. Right. And, um, well, you know, getting to that, you know, uh, very early in the Hellstar career, uh, we got to hang out with the Scorpions, and it was on, during the Love at First Sting tour, I think, or maybe it was, yeah, I think it was Love at First Sting. We got to hang out with them, and we and I got, I remember James and I were talking to Klaus Mine, and we asked him like, well, you know, do you have any advice for us? You know, we're, it's our, our first album and, and, you know, Klaus was very gracious. And he's, he just said, be prepared to endure the most pain that you've ever endured in your life. It is horrible. It's doggy dog. It's a lot of ups and then much, much, much more down than 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 the ups and and James and I and I were like oh man you know that that was kind of that kind of sucked you know that he told us that you know and then and then uh and then as you know as our careers went on and you know yeah we started to realize like oh this is what he was really talking about like you know this is yeah yeah there's a lot of this that sucks and you know a lot of the business part that sucks and um you know, then then you, I could appreciate his his words much more after you know being in the industry, you know, five, ten years, you know, twenty, thirty, forty years now. You know, mm-hmm. I still go back to that and go like, yep, you know, he was completely right. You know, yeah. But, I mean, I'm um, not I'm not in any position that like Larry has been in. I mean, he's toured. You you know, he's been in Europe. He's been everywhere. Yeah. But I had one solid year where I had like, I think it was 56 shows. That was the first year with Santa Oscuridad and still trying to cover all the shows that we had already booked with the tributes. Mm. And um, just one day out of the blue, my 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 wife says, oh, you know, kids, your dad's going to be gone for the weekend. You know, leave Friday, don't come back till Sunday evening. And it got to the point where they just weren't even telling me goodbye anymore. You know, it's like, hmm. Man. You know, and then you uh, come home and you're like, man, I can't, I can't, I can't do this, you know, without having my family, you know, man. I have to have their support. And, you know, uh, I, and, yeah. and uh, I have a, a story similar to that. And in, 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 in my, 
here behind here, there's a wall with all the the albums that I've recorded or that I've appeared on um, or that I help produce. And there's like tour posters from Europe on this wall. And my daughter, she she was about, I guess she was about 14 or 15. Uh, She had some friends who came over for a birthday party and her friends see this wall they're like oh wow what what is all this you know and mm. my daughter i could i could hear her. she goes oh my that's my dad he's you know he's in a band and those are like all the like albums he's recorded and oh yeah that's a poster from germany and blah 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 and, and they're like whoa man your your dad's a, he's a rock star <laughs> and uh and she, and i was listening to she here you know i was thinking like she was gonna be like yeah but she was like no <laughs> she goes well i mean the sad thing is she goes like no it sucks she he leaves a lot oh, and i was so deflated <laughs> man. Are, like, yeah. oh no i mean that's really what i mean she just wanted dad to be yeah, at home, yeah, yeah. you know and right and and mm-hmm. and i was gone a lot you know and and i always tell people man you're you know you're in this industry you're gonna miss birthdays weddings you know mm-hmm. holidays you're gonna you're gonna miss a lot man mm-hmm. and uh i mean that's just the the life of a musician and i've said this before too the life of a musician takes you away from home at the most inopportune times man and we're talking uh, about that right now larry yeah. uh, i actually have to go pick up my daughter <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh well, Wayne, the- it's a pleasure james yes Thank you very much for coming Thank on. You uh, for coming uh, on. A nice uh, surprise and nice meeting you. We'll get back with you, Larry. <laughs> All right, bro. All right. And Good luck with the band. And nice week too. and nice weekend. And uh, hope to see you guys soon again. You know, I hear from you guys. It's awesome, man. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much for Thank coming you. on the show. And good luck with the next album, uh, EP. Got it, man. Thank you. All right. And it's like, it's like, yeah, get the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now oh, we can there, start talking about the real stuff. How dare you be father of the year? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, his kid's good, waiting man. at the waiting to get picked up for like yeah, two hours. Yeah, the, they're waiting at the bus stop <laughs> while it's raining. He's done. You know? yeah, yeah, he's exactly. Done. He's cold. No jacket and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's right bad. on. But yeah, I I mean, just doing this podcast, I have a five year old son, and, and every time I tell him I have to go down do my show now, and he's like, "You do? You have to go do it now?" I'm like, yeah. So yeah, uh, it sucks, you know. I, I totally yeah, I don't it. understand. Ha yeah. ha. Yeah, you don't understand that. You never will. Well, Your wife wants you to leave. Exactly. <laughs> she's like, she's like, when are you getting deployed again? Yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> no. Don't make money. Uh, but before we wrap this up, uh, just going back to uh some Hellstar stuff. Um, because you you put out the first album and you got a combat and then uh you're on Metal Blade, and then you you released um Nosferatu, and then after that you did some demos, but I guess they really never went anywhere. Nobody really ever picked them up. No, I, I mean, after Nosferatu, that, that album, we felt like when we finished recording it, we thought like, this is the one. This mm. is the one that's going to put us on the map. And it did the exact opposite. You know, people, I guess, you know, we live, in, even back then, we live in, in a society where they want to put you in, in a certain category. And right. so we weren't as heavy as like the Anthrax Metallica stuff, 
we were way heavier than the stuff that was going on in the West Coast with like the rat and, you know, whatever the hair stuff, you know, we were in the middle. And, mm-hmm. and most of those Texas bands that were in the middle, you know, the, there were some really great bands, Carrion, uh, Militia, um, the San Antonio Slayer, Joggernaut, um, Watchtower, you know, all those bands, they all had chops and they were all great bands. And we had like, there was like this thing that the Texas bands had that it was like a certain style, but we were in the middle. Mm. So we weren't as heavy as some of the other bands and we were too heavy for the other, you know, the West Coast people. So, you know, when we put out Nosferatu, it was just, nobody knew what to do with it, you know, and, and a lot of the reviews were bad. Most of the reviews were bad. And so it's funny to me now that, you know, here we are, you know, maybe it's like 30 years since Nosferatu. And, you know, all, all these people are like, oh, that album is iconic and it's like the greatest. And, and I'm like, well, where were you in 89, man? Because no, <laughs> no one liked it back then, you know. Well, yeah, and, it, was, and, it was unfortunately you released the you released the perfect album at the wrong time. Pretty and, much. You know, and, pretty and, much. And, and, and that's what and that's what happened. You're like like the, the power metal resurgence didn't happen for, you know a few years later that everybody started getting into metal because like even i as a kid growing up during that time never heard anything about metal until until metallica you know had that had the black album and then someone said listen to this and then that you know that hit for me yeah but i was also you know the young kid at the time but yeah some people you know there's there's unfortunately timing hits like that that and then you know the the whole thing about you know the vampire theme and all that people just didn't get it and and now it's like you know you can't turn around and not see some kind of vampire movie coming out or you know there's the twilight series there's you know there's the the underworld series or you know all these vampire movies that came out at way after we had done it you know and uh you know yeah it's it some people say it was ahead of its time you know, I hate to say that, but maybe it was, you know, I mean, um, James and I just, when, when we decided to do it, we wanted to do something that, that uh, was near and dear to us as, as, as kids, you know, we would go see all those movies, Christopher Lee, and, you know, we, I mean, we would, we talked about it and we said, Hey man, you know, remember, remember going to Don Garden Theater and, and, and seeing, you know, uh, blood of dracula and all these all these different movies and we're like yeah and so when we started writing it that's what that's where we were you know mm-hmm. in our heads where we were just kind of reliving our childhood and the horror movies that we saw and you know and for us they were horrifying you know they, they weren't <laughs> cheesy they weren't cheesy vampire movies that shit gave us nightmares you know right, and, right, right. and so uh when when we wrote it we wrote the uh, we read the book, we, we studied it and we, we changed a few little parts here and there to make it a little more violent. And, and uh, yeah, and then we put that out and we thought, yeah, this, this is it. This is what's going to, you know, take us somewhere. And like I said, it was just the, the complete opposite. And, you know, it, it kind of tore the band apart too, because I think everybody at that point was like waiting for this to be it. And then when it didn't happen, it was just like, you know, taking that, needle and popping that balloon and going like nope you know start over and and you know not everybody was ready to do that you know 
Yeah. What was it about those? You think those demos, those songs just weren't as good, you know, or or what? What do you think happened with those? Why nobody liked them? Well, I mean, we we had we had people that you know, obviously Frank and Andre left the band, and mm-hmm. and then we 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 regrouped again, and it just wasn't yeah. the same, you know. The chemistry would just wasn't there, and uh, and we were just lost. We didn't know what to do because you know we we actually should have just continued trying to do uh that style of Nosferatu just heavier and instead we just started like trying to just do all kinds of I mean the music got more complicated it got heavier but it wasn't you know complicated music is not always good music you know and 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 a lot of times it's like very mathematical and and it just you know it just uh I don't think I think the scene had, had changed already so much that, you know, for a band like us, we just didn't have a place, you know, right, for, right. for, for us to, to continue, you know, James continued mm-hmm. and, uh, and he did, um, I think he did, what did he do after that? Um, oh God. Uh, he did Destiny's End after that, I think. Right. I think that's uh, what he did. Seven Witch, he did Seven Witches and, uh, well, so that, that was that was after that was after, after yeah 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 that's yeah. right that's true so, so he did he did destiny's end and <laughs> and he and he uh then he did like another thing that was kind of like hellstar it kind of got some of the guys uh some like hired guns to do a lot of like hellstar type stuff and they ended up touring and then it was like well just do hellstar music you know so so he, he, <laughs> a lot of t- a lot of times he'll say that well that was the fake hellstar when i was touring and yeah. you know and i left the band you know i was right, right. i was destroyed the, the, the industry really destroyed me to the point where i didn't pick up a guitar i mean right. i all my guitars i put them under my bed and i never picked them up for years it was mm-hmm. a few years and then uh you know like we started off the the interview talking about my my grandparents when my grandfather died uh like a couple of months later i was like and i want to i want to play i think i want to play guitar again and so i did what any artist does is that you you have pain and you have to get it out through some kind of vehicle and Mm -hmm. music's always been my vehicle and so uh yeah i started playing again and i put a band together called eternity black we did a little ep or demo and uh yeah we you know it then from there it kind of snowballed again and then james was like hey these guys want to do this 25th anniversary of of remnants of war are you would you be interested and, and uh yeah that was the whole reunion thing and we haven't actually ever looked back since then you know since, since that reunion and yeah. um we've we've enjoyed you know a lot of uh uh, good times since then a lot of shows uh tours um i think we've probably recorded more albums now than when you know the very right. beginning but you know the core the core of the band is, is is james and myself and and um you know i'm not saying that the the other guys are hired guns they've been in the band for a while now too but you know as long as james and i are are together then you know i believe that you know hellstar flourishes and is the day that you know james walks away well and we're all going to walk away you know uh mm. when 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 
when James says, Hey, you know, I'm done and you know, we're done. And, and I think, you know, that day that I go like, dude, you know, I'm tapping out. I think James probably has the same mindset that like, okay, you know, we, it was a good run and, and, and we'll end, we'll end it like that, you know? Um, but right now it's funny because we have no intention of, of stopping really. I mean, I'm writing, you know, new music for, for the next Hellstar album. And, and uh, I have a few songs that are already, not, I'm not going to say in the can, but they're written. And, uh, you know, yeah, we just got to get together and start jamming and, and put another one out and see, you know, where it takes us. And hopefully this whole pandemic thing is, you know, we could put it behind us somewhat, you know, I, and, you know, but now, you know, the other thing that we got to worry about is, you know, it's, stuff going on with russia and oh yeah, yeah you know can can we you know is it safe to travel is it safe to go over there to, you know so you know, americans really want to go to europe and you know i mean definitely not going to eastern europe anytime soon you know so <laughs> right um you know that's just uh you know it's always one thing after another but you know you just kind of roll with those punches and try to you know just it, it you know it it's not the fans fault, you know, what's going on. It wasn't the fans fault for, you know, the pandemic. It's not their fault for, you know, the war that's going on right now. It's, it's, but, um, you know, unfortunately they're the ones that suffer because, you know, bands just won't go, you know, and the, the, that, that entertainment, that, that day of, of, of joy that they look forward to going to the festivals and, and just, you know, being there for three days and just like, man, I saw all these great bands, you know, right now it's like, they don't have that, you know, yeah, and, yeah. uh, um, you know, it's, it's really, really sad, you know, and, um, I just hope that we can, you know, just get it together and, and, and be able to, to see some people smile again and, and, you know, uh, go, <laughs> and play live again yeah that i mean you know i mean there, there's nothing like standing on the stage and and have people like just you know screaming clapping singing mm-hmm. songs with you you know i mean i i wrote run with the pack when i was like 16 years old <laughs> and it's the last song of the of the night and people sing that shit man and i'm like <laughs> i'm blown away man i'm like oh man this song is 40 years old Wow. or more than that you know and, and, yeah. and people are still i mean i'll hear them run with a pack i'm like dude <laughs> yeah we're gonna we're, we're gonna play it don't worry you know and it's just yeah. it just blows it just blows me away man that 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 uh that our music has had that kind of longevity and that and that uh and that that people still enjoy that and you know like i said i I think every band that's out there, you know, they're just waiting to get back out there, you know, and, yeah, and yeah, do it okay. in earnest, you know. So I'll, I'll yeah. take, it, take it from somebody who's a fan who, ju- who just got back from a concert. <laughs> it was not just rejuvenating. It was something that I, I missed doing and was finally able to get to, you know, ha- have your ears ringing from all the all the loud noises, you know, being able yeah. to 
see everybody see the people in the battle jackets and seeing everybody compare their battle jackets yeah doing all that stuff that was so well worth the price of admission and driving up there even with the terrible gas prices it was worth driving the four hours to go see you know a band that i wanted to go see and my wife wanted to go see so you know it it, it is a very and i've been energized and excited for i've been i've been blowing wayne's phone up the entire time about it (laughs) I yeah, was, it's, it's, I was going to tell you to shut up about it, but no, I wasn't. You, 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 you think that's going to stop me? No, I know you it's know not. Gonna gonna that's why I kept my mouth shut. <laughs> it, it's our community, man. It, it's it's uh, it's a community that we've all been a part of for a long time, you know. And right. so when when you take that part of, it's like taking a piece of your soul out, man. You're like, what? You know, I can't. Yeah. Oh no, I was going to go see those guys next month or whatever, and and so now to be able to like come together and, and see those you know see the bands that you want to see you know i mean i can't wait for barry to strike back to come to houston you know i mean i'm it, it's like I, I you know it's just like what you what you were describing james like man i want i want that again you know i want to feel that in in the crowd and and see that and you know it's funny like the, that smell of a show you know that there's a certain smell to the show. It's like that musty, sweaty. You know, it's humid. I mean, I I miss that. You know, I never thought I would say that, but I do. You know, that cigarette kind of stale cigarette kind of smell or whatever. It's just, you know, it's just part of it. It's just part of that experience. And and uh, to uh, to finally be kind of try to get back to that. You know, at least here in the states. That's oh man, that's huge, man. It's it's uh it's it's definitely something that's good for the soul. Yeah. Well, hopefully you get back to that this year and all this crap, you know, kind of comes to an end. Oh, you know, it is here pretty much. So hopefully yeah. it stays that way for a long time to come. Because <laughs> right the last on. two years have sucked so bad. And this year oh, with the war crap going on, I mean, yeah. something's got to give at some point. But uh, yeah. Now, are, are the older albums, were they ever reissued or anything or whatever? Oh, uh, yeah, Nosferatu's been reissued a couple of times. I think Nosferatu's been reissued. When I'm, when I'm gonna go buy these albums, I don't want to pay like you know thousands of dollars. <laughs> Dude, I paid. I, I like I said, I have a, <laughs> I have a, a my wall of, of of flame. I call it a wall of flame. Actually, I mean, here, you know, shit, we can Wait, do oh, this. We're gonna go on a tour. Oh, yeah, here I, we go. I love when guests. We're here. The, we're the yeah, here we go. Tour. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. So here's oh. the. Oh, that's cool. That was awesome. So all the way down. Oh wow. So there there it goes like it's from. Oh, and where are we at? That's the first album, Remnants. Distant, Nosferatu. Oh shit! What is that one? Oh, since since of the past, and then King of Hell. Um. So anyway, um. This one, yeah. Oh uh, fuck! Can't, I don't know if you can see that. That's Nosferatu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I uh I went out on eBay and I I couldn't find it on on vinyl. And finally, I found it on vinyl, and it cost me two hundred bucks. 
<laughs> to buy my, to buy my wow. own your own album. <laughs> you're, 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 you're ruining, you're ruining my whole thing of saying that was too much money for the for the tool <laughs> vinyl that was signed. Man, gosh, no way. Yeah, two hundred bucks for, 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 for whoa, yeah, seven hundred fifty. It was seven hundred fifty at the show. Wow. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah, they were trying to sell the heck out of that thing. Everyone was buying T-shirts though, which was mad. They ran yeah. out. Of, they ran out of fluffy boy sizes. So I couldn't get one. <laughs> <laughs> we have the same issue with the with Santa Scurida. We run out of the big sizes usually real quick too. You know, so. you know, we're, we're not we're not playing well with the stereotype that you know metal fans could be a little bit on the uh, larger side. But hey, well, maybe we just got to order more of the uh, the big boy sizes. <laughs> so, is there any plans to reissue some of the older albums? So they're um, more available for people, or I to this point, I don't think so um no, i haven't really heard any of of uh metal blade doing anything metal blades license some stuff but mm. it's it's always it's always nosferatu now you know yeah, that yeah, they yeah. reissue so as far as the other albums you know you're probably going to pay a little bit of money for some of those um i mean you could you can always go to Apple Music and get it there. I mean, they, I know, they have all the Look at the stuff behind me. I don't want to. Does he look like a guy who, uses, who knows how to use Apple Music? <laughs> I do have. I have Amazon, but still, it's not the same. You know, like you said, like we it's said not, earlier, not. I want to look at the booklets. I want to see, you know, yeah. the inside. Stuff. He's, he's, yeah, he's right still, he's still, he's still holding on. He's still holding on. Yeah, <laughs> there's two of you us know, left some, that still. Just, you know? Someone brought a uh, an album for me to sign, a Remnants of War album. It still had like the. The uh, there was this insert of the where you could buy like the T-shirts and all. He still had all of that really? in the album, you know, from, oh, the, wow, from the original wow. packaging. He still had the like the the there was a like a sticker that they used to put on the on the outside of the right. on the plastic. He still yeah. had that, you know. And I was like, <laughs> oh man, this is dang yeah. You can't, he kept it in great condition, you know. So wow. uh, better condition than the one I have, but yeah. Um, yeah um, uh, it's it's gonna, I don't know, man. It's gonna cost you a little bit of money. I mean, I think you can go out there and buy some of the CDs. Yeah, still, yeah, CDs are know. usually what I buy. I buy records too, but yeah. CDs I mostly yeah. can, uh, you know, collect. Yeah, so, I think, right, you, so you can just go on eBay and grab it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what about the? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna pronounce it wrong again, but I'm gonna let's see. Santa, oh, let's, let's try this. <laughs> Oscaridad. <laughs> Santa, Santa, Oscaridad. 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 Come on. It's not that hard. It's not that uh, hard. Do you, do you have some of the original that, EPs still left? I do. I mean, we still we. I mean, we we actually control that. I mean, that's okay. our that's our yeah, stuff. Yeah, so yeah. we will we whenever we run start running out, we just order more and we you know we sell them at the shows and whatnot. And if people like hit us up on uh, on Facebook or Instagram and they want one, you know, we'll we'll send them. We're happy to send them one. You know, don't the, like it's harder to send it send some of that stuff to europe because it just costs so much oh my god yeah yeah and it's just i i hate doing that to people like okay well the cd is you know 10 bucks but the shipping is gonna cost you 30 (laughs) you know yeah sorry you know at that point i throw a sticker in there can i throw a sticker (laughs) i usually we usually do if, if if somebody orders something overseas, we usually like throw a sticker, a patch. You know, we'll throw some extra stuff. We just we just feel so bad about it, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, you still hit us up. He he can hit any member up and ask them 
for, you know, like, hey, I want a CD or whatever, and uh, we'll send it to you. Not a, not a problem. Definitely, definitely your guys' Facebook page is very active, and, and, and I appreciate <laughs> that you guys are out there trying to, you know, put, you know, hit the ground on social media and, and promote and promote, you know. Yeah, um, my, my page started off, you know, it's like everybody's page. It's like the sounding board, and, uh, you know, I used to post a lot more personal stuff on there and and then i just started getting so uh, what's the word just so just i just hated it everybody was like hating each other and everybody had like this you was getting butt hurt and i was just like <laughs> okay you know you know what man i'm just gonna do i'm just gonna promote shows i'm gonna promote my bands i'm gonna put music out there and, you know, as far as like giving you my political opinion or, you know, telling you my dog died or any of that stuff, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to tell you about Santa Oscuridad, Hellstar, Metal Wave, Santa, Sabbath to the Sabbath. You know, I'm going to tell you about those shows, you know. And actually, that's another thing I want to talk about. Uh, James Rivera, uh, during the pandemic, came up with this brilliant idea. He would, He's a child of, you know, he loves all that. 80s goth new wave music and he said hey man you think we could do a project where uh we take like some of these goth and new wave songs and make them metal but not destroy the song mm. like still make it sound like the song so that when people that you know recognize the song they'll be like oh yeah i remember that song but it's mm -hmm. just heavier mm. and so i was like uh, yeah i think it, it Therein lies the issue is like not to make it all thrashed out and different than what it originally sounded, but to make it sound like it was back then, but heavy. So uh, we started off doing, um, we actually got signed uh, and we're, the, the album has like a, a Bauhaus cover about uh, Bella Lugosi's Dead, uh, Psychedelic Furs, Love My Way. Um, we we do love song from Cure. We do um, some Echo of the Bunnymen, but metal. <laughs> it's still metal, but it's, it still sounds like those songs. It's not like you're not going to be able to like put it on and go like, oh, I remember that song from MTV or whatever. You're still going to uh -huh. recognize it, but uh, yeah, the, the the arrangements are very very uh, very very different still, <laughs> you know. So. Uh, that that's been a fun project to do and, and that and that thing he's been trying to get that off the ground as well but you know it's just hard with you know you got four or five bands going at the same right. time and so we're just like sharing our google calendar going like oh no i'm booked oh no he's booked uh no uh okay we can do it this night you know so yeah, yeah, yeah. um but what is yeah, the name you know, of that project? What is the name that, of that, that project's called Metal Wave instead oh, of yeah. New Wave. It's called Metal Wave. Right. Awesome. Well, yeah, we it, just it, we just had it, Dusty it, on from uh, Vision Video, the Goth Dad, who does New Wave music. Yeah. And so we just we just had him on. So that's actually kind of cool that we could start tying in the the New Wave group there. Uh, yeah. Wayne. We got a new market. Yeah, it's, it, it's James <laughs> James Rivera's Metal Wave, and the the album's in the can. I mean, we're it, we're just waiting. You know, I mean, everybody's waiting. They're just like, okay, is the world going to blow up or is COVID over? And so we're just like, everybody's kind of on hold. But yeah, you know, that, that, you know that the new wave might can. work well with this whole, you know, threat of, of nuclear apocalypse now, you know, you know, the new wave yeah, in the yeah. 80s was going on during this same time, you know? Yeah. Might be a good time yeah. to strike while iron's hot. 
Yeah, awesome. you're right, man. <laughs> it seems to be made. So yeah, that, I have that going on, and uh, you know, like I said, we, <clears throat> you know, we have the. It's uh, James. James is busy. James, yeah. James, he's just like he's like the, you know, James Brown of of metal, man. He's just like constantly <laughs> like, man, I got to keep going. I got to keep going. I got to keep going, and and so uh, he's he's you know he's got a lot of projects uh, happening right now. He's always gigging. And uh, I'm kind of the same way, you know, I got Santa Scuridad and I'm in a lot of the bands with James. Um, there's this thing called the South Texas Legion, which is uh, members of all those bands that I talked about from the 80s, from, from the Texas, mm-hmm. uh, Militia, San Antonio Slayer, um, Joggernaut, Hellstar, Carrion. Um, and we do... It's it's like a kind of an all star thing, and we do songs from all the bands that were going that were happening at that time. So that that's pretty fun. Um, I just joined that uh, or became a part of that. Uh, that's played uh, Keep It True Festival in, in Germany a couple of years ago and went over really well. So uh, I'm excited for that, and then you know uh, all the other <laughs> all the other stuff that's going along with that keeping me busy and and hopefully my studio takes off and i can start doing a lot more recording and producing here as well yeah that's that's awesome you know i hope that all works out for you i hope uh, the new ep works out for you too and the new uh, hellstar album as well and yeah. everything else you got going on and where can people go to find every band that you're into oh you could go to, uh, go to my <laughs> facebook page uh it's i mean you just look look me up larry berrigan and i'm oh i'm not always on it but you know if you eat if you message me, I'll get back to you, you know, right, cool. and uh, uh, that one, Instagram, uh, Santa Scudida has Instagram as well. Hellstar has Instagram. Hellstar's not very active on Instagram. SO is. Um, I have my Instagram as well and Juan. And I mean, you can just look for any, any of the members and, you know, we're we're out there. And you, you can find us easily. So find the music videos on YouTube. They're very well done. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, I shot that on my phone, by the way. Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> I shot, shot it on my phone and I brought it home and edited it here in the studio. And yeah, it was like it was one of those things. Like, I wonder if you could do this. Can we pull this off with a phone? And yeah, yeah you yeah. can, man. Apple, Apple, don't fuck around, man. You can do it. No, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely can. It's it's amazing the the new phones, man. It's just yeah. it's like why have a camera, <laughs> you know? Exactly, man. Yeah, and then too, with all the programs on your computer, and you just edit things. You can even edit just edit it on your phone too. It's like you know. Can I used to do that? So yeah, a little tiny yeah. screen. <laughs> you gotta have little yeah. baby. Yeah, you got you got you got you got you got to be intricate with your fingers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, no, I find it easier to do it on the computer though. I mean, it's very much easier with mouse and keyboard. And stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, nice mouse and everything. Yeah, well, Larry, thank you very much for coming on the show. And I do remember it's Ben from Online Metal Promo. I don't know why I forgot that. Before, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you got you it much. at the end there, Wayne. You I got, got it. it. I got end. it at the end. But uh, thanks Sorry, for ben, ben for setting up this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll, I'll, he'll yell at me later. But uh, thanks for, to Ben for setting up this interview. And thanks to you, Larry, for coming on the show. I had a lot of fun. Uh, and again, good luck with all the uh, the new music you're going to have coming out. I can't wait to build up my Hellstar collection and uh, uh, cool. Santa As- Santa Ascaridad. 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 <laughs> it's getting better. It takes some time. Yeah, I'll get it. I'll get it eventually. It's a it's a Brooklyn, you know, the New York accent just yeah. not getting it. It's getting in the way yeah, there. It's, it's, yeah, it's good. It's, it's all way. good. It's all, it's all good. good. 
right. <laughs> Everybody go check out ratsoutreview.com and we will see you next week with uh, Unknown from Timeless Haunt. All right. And we'll see you then. Bye, everybody. Looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, look no further than the Ratsaw Review Network. Ratsaw Review is taking over the podcast world with plenty of shows to choose from within their network of entertaining programming, including the flagship show Ratsaw Review with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and Lou Mavs, as well as occasional co-hosts Manny Mejias and James Lilquist. We also have the official Ratsaw Review spinoffs, such as Album vs. Album, Screams from the Grave, where we discuss beloved yet forgotten hard rock and metal albums of the past and a King Diamond podcast called This Broadcast Belongs to Them. We've also got Old Man Metal's Musings, The Right Opinion with Harrison Bergeron, Beyond Bushido, a podcast dedicated to pro wrestling and MMA with James Elquist and Eric Adams. No relation to the guy from Manowar or the mayor of New York City. The Vieira Vault with Ralph Vieira. Schnackle up! to you too, Ralph. The Timo Tolki podcast featuring Stradivarius and Avalon founding member Timo Tolki. The BS Sessions with Mark and Jerry. Just the cheese, please. A podcast dedicated to cheesy films of the 1980s with Tara J and Adam. The Friday Night Party with the great Harry Barnett and Evie. And the Music is Life podcast with Lou Mavs. The Ratsaw Review Network is your go-to one-stop shop for the best podcasts out there today. Go to RatsawReview.com for more info. And to find out where you can find, follow, subscribe, and comment on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and all streaming platforms. The Ratsaw Review Network. We're, We're taking, taking over. over. Grrrr.